Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 107 in Edmonton. Uh, thank you for everybody listening to the show. Bob Stoffer back of the home office. Uh, great job by Brendan Escott, pinch hitting there between 1230 to 1 o'clock. We, we got a ton to get to, so let's get to it. Orders Now is brought to you by Digitex. They wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us at any time in the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line, 780 780- 0496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years. At uh, 118, Moret Attash from Winnipeg as we continue our look at uh, the teams in the Canadian division. 135, Jack Michaels uh, officially announced as the regional television play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers. He'll work with Louis DeBrusque, uh, Gene Principe. Uh, there will be a rotating panel of which I'll be a part of. Uh, we will have Reed Wilkins, Jack, Brendan, and myself with our NHL Scotia North Division preview. But at this time, breaking news, because I don't think it's been quite tweeted out yet, but we're going to go for it. We'd like to welcome a new radio play-by-play voice to 630 Ched and to the Oilers Radio Network with Jack doing the regional television broadcasts. Our next guest, a voice you're familiar with if you've listened to Oilers now over the years, a terrific guy out of Edmonton and originally the last uh, 20 plus years in Red Deer. We welcome to the show Cam Moon. Cam, how you doing? I'm doing very well. I would love to know how many moving violations you fractured on your way home. I think I sprained some fat going up and down the stairs. I can tell you they've got uh, Rogers place uh, pretty much uh, locked down. And so, uh, you know what? The best laid plans, right? Those sort of things happen. I knew when we didn't have an engineer there this morning, I was like, you know, I'm taking a risk here. And, and we're in this COVID time. And you know this because when you're doing your own play-by-play uh, for the last 20 plus years, you have to be Mr. Fix-It and yep. Inspector Gadget on everything. Those, but when you're dealing with a broadcast loop or a broadcast line out of a building it's a little different hey it's not about it's not about my driving habits which you'll learn if we ever end up making the trek up and down the highway <laughs> two hours and 10 minutes is a record from edmonton to calgary but it's about you man congratulations uh how did you know how did this all come to fruition for you it uh, hey this moved along real quick um late last week uh, there was a call made to the office here and uh, talked to Brent Sutter about it. And, and Brent gave me a pretty good tire pump, which I really appreciate. And I do appreciate all that the Sutter family, Brent, Connie, Merrick, Brooke, Brandon, they've done for me. And, and I just, honestly, I just, I look forward to, to joining the team and becoming a cog in the wheel and helping out in any way I see fit or when any way you see fit or way everybody sees fit. I'm just, I'm looking forward to it. Like I, to, to be able to, uh, come home and, and broadcast a team that I grew up absolutely loving. Uh, this is, it's a dream come true. 
Give us the uh, Cam Moon. Uh, I mean, I know the biography, but why don't you give us just a, a quick rip for all of our listeners out there? We're joined by uh, Cam Moon, who will do. Uh, we're not sure how many games yet, but Jack Michaels. It's been announced by Sportsnet. I do want to mention right now. I've worked with Kevin Quinn for the last twelve years. Uh, you know, on a day-to-day basis, and for a number of years before that, did stats for Kevin back as, as far back as the late nineties. Kevin was a great guy, first-class guy. Drew Remenda uh, was awesome to deal with uh, the last several years as well. So, uh, you know, the business changes and that sort of thing. But uh, from your perspective, tell us about the journey, Cam. Well, it's uh, well, it's been a little while, that's for sure. It's been a great journey. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, that's that's why I wanted to, after I was done playing junior, I wanted to get into this. I like telling the story. I I like the atmosphere of the rink. And after junior, I went to Nate and took the radio and, and television arts program. And after doing some freelance TV for a while and working some hockey schools in the summer to make ends meet, uh, I was able to get my first play-by-play job was in Nanaimo in the BC Hockey League. And I was out there for three years before I came to Red Deer. And I've been here since 98. So it's a lot of games, which is uh, it was just so much fun, and that's wonderful. But along the way, the journey that I've been able to to do a lot of different television things, whether it was with TSN, CHL games on TSN, or then after that, Sportsnet, and then with Shaw TV, in various capacities. It wasn't always play by play. In fact, most of the time it wasn't. It was. I was the color guy because I had just played in the Western Hockey League, not because I was any good, because I wasn't. But I got to to do some games in in the Western League and the OHL and the Q. I uh, do some Air Canada Cups on, on TSN and uh, and then yeah, so it's it's been a it's been a great uh, ride and and one chapter closes here in Red Deer, which is is uh, bittersweet in a way because it's been such a wonderful place to work. But I really look forward to the new challenge, and I look forward to, again, like I said, being a part of the team there. And and I've I've always loved the Oilers, and and I've always loved Edmonton. It is uh, it is a great city, and I'm proud to say that I'm from there. So I look forward to it. All right, Cam. On Friday, Chorus announced a uh, three-year extension with the Oilers Entertainment Group, building off a 25-year partnership for the radio broadcasts. Uh, the way it will work, Jack Michaels will call the regional television games. Cam will do those games play-by-play on radio. Uh, myself, uh, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, uh, Brendan Escott, who does the, uh, I don't know if we'll be doing, well, I don't think we'll be doing the interviews this year down at the dressing room, but he's been involved in the broadcast. We're all part of the team that's going to bring you Oilers Hockey on 630 Chad. Hey, I've got to ask you to put your uh, analyst hat on here as a broadcaster. What do you think of the orders heading into the season, Cam? Uh, and that, that's one thing that just really fires me up. I, I love the way this this team is shaping up. You've actually been able to see them on the ice. I haven't yet, but uh, just looking at the the guys that have been brought in and, of course, the returnees, and you put it all together, I think this team's going to be incredibly competitive. And the fact that it's a Canadian division is going to be so much fun that we get. I, I don't know that you'd want to do it all the time, but it's going to be really fun to do for a season that uh, it's a Canada versus Canada match. I just, yeah, I think this team's got all the potential in the world. And I, I look forward to the, the games being real. I really look forward to when we get the day that uh, butts can be in the seats for the games too. But you know, until that happens, I think these, this can be a competitive team that is going to challenge. Great stuff, Cam. Uh, you coming to Edmonton tomorrow? 
I will be there tomorrow. Thanks for the warning. <laughs> I won't be driving as fast as you, though. I wasn't driving enough. I'm not that much of a hammerhead, Hank, when it comes to driving. Plus, I've got, you know, the boy. I got to tell you this, right? Actually, <laughs> uh, the boys at Brent Ridge Ford. You know, uh, one of the kids that was on the Rebels' uh, father is involved in that entity. You know, I, I I'm rarely, if ever, over the speed limit. Just to establish that right now, Cam. You're, oh, sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's a spoken like a true Albertan. Thanks a lot, Cam. Thanks for your time. We'll see you down there tomorrow, and congratulations again. Okay, thank you very much. All right, one of the two radio play-by-play voices for the upcoming season, and that is Cam Moon. Again, Jack Michaels will be doing all the regional broadcasts for the Oilers on television for Rogers. We'll talk to Jack and Reed Wilkins coming up at 135, get their annual uh, preseason prognostications along with Brendan Escott. But when we come back, we'll continue a look at our North Division with Marette Atash out of the Athletic in Winnipeg. This is Oilers Now. So anybody that listens to Oilers now uh, knows that I've got a lot of time for the Athletic. We had James Myrtle on the show on Friday out of Toronto. Uh, it is certainly the, the and I I'll, I'll share this with you. Full disclosure: the college football writing done out of the states. They've hired some of the best writers in the states for the Athletic. Um, Major League Baseball, guys like Ken Rosenthal. I, I had this conversation with a former NHL general manager Saturday about the caliber of writers regarding baseball with the athletic. Uh, EPL, uh, for those of you that are in the Pram, they've got some terrific writers, and they continue to grow and develop, uh, you know, who covers what with hockey in this country as well. And one of their emerging younger writers is a guy we like to go out of, out of Winnipeg once in a while. We've had him on the show a couple times before. We welcome back Marette Atesh. Marette, how, how are you doing? Doing quite well, Bob. How are you? Not bad. Uh, we don't, we have only got about an eight minute window, so I'm going to start firing away. What is Bring going, what is going on with Patrick Liney and the Winnipeg Jets? Well, he is in camp. He's here. He wants everybody to know it. He's in a great position to have the best season of his life. 22 years old, peaking, developing, playing with Paul Stastny on a line with Kyle Connor. There's plenty of offensive talent there. And then this summer when it's arbitration time or he needs a new contract, watch out, wait and see. There could be a transaction or a trade before his time, uh, his scheduled time in Winnipeg is over. There seems to always be a little bit of it, and maybe it's a, bri- a byproduct of being a Canadian market, but Evander Kane in Winnipeg, Jacob Truba in Winnipeg, uh, this situation with Patrick Liney, are they similar or are they different in your opinion? Well, I think each situation is unique. I mean, Evander Kane seemed to be interpersonal issues with Dustin Boston and other conflicts. Jacob Truba has wanted to play in the United States forever, and uh, he was able to rationalize that through his partner, but also uh, that was a preference of his as well. Patrick Liney's situation is unique. The problem is when you have three of them, when you have multiple situations that all kind of have something in common, you begin to wonder, uh, is there a trend? Is there a concern here, something systemic? You definitely, but being from a small market like Winnipeg or an underdog city like Winnipeg, you begin to question all of those sorts of things. Most of all, I feel for Jets fans who have seen so much talent uh, leave the leave the city in recent years, Buffalo included, and you hope for their sake that they get to keep star talent like Patrick Lanning. You know, Murat, it's interesting because I think for a lot of our listeners, their second favorite team is the Winnipeg Jets. Like, they hate Calgary. Uh, a lot of other fans hate Calgary, ABC, anybody but Calgary, and that's across the board in sports. Vancouver 
is a market that hasn't always endeared itself. Uh, sometimes they've acted as though they've won five Stanley Cups, which is annoying when you're in a market that has won five Stanley Cups and had the greatest team in the history of the night, the most electrifying, exciting team of the modern era in the NHL. So there's a bit of it. There's been a hate on at times for Vancouver and for Calgary. To me, it does not exist with Winnipeg. You reference the smaller market. Maybe that's part of it. I always get the sense there's a lot of people around the country cheering for the Jets. Do you get that sense as well? I think so. I think Winnipeg is every Canadian's second favorite team sometimes. And maybe because in Edmonton, you won't have ever had heartbreak at the hands of the Winnipeg Jets. And in fact, there is that wonderful comeback in that 3-1 series in 1990. And uh, Winnipeg always seemed to be on the losing end of Edmonton Stanley Cup run. So it's probably tough to hate a team that never never quite stopped your your local faithful. But at the same time, I think people empathize with the, the small market, underdog, hardworking. We're not New York. We're not L.A. and we're definitely not Toronto. So I think that you see a lot of that love. And it's fun for me as a writer to see because that means people are interested in what I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no question about that. And just going back to 1990, I mean, I was working on ITV Sports Night shot listing for Darren Detition. I don't even know if you were born at that time. But uh, I, I got a chuckle because when we did the Heritage Classic in 2016, that was con- like the Dave Allett goal that made it 3-1. Brad, that was like the best moment in Jets playoff history before they went on to run a couple of years ago. All right, let's get to the specifics. So we've talked a bit about Line A. This team's got a, a deep top six. Uh, I think that needs, it's, it's fair to say. Are you concerned, do they have a 1B, or is Connor Hellebuck going to have to start 44 or 45 games out of the 56? Well, I think Connor Hellebuck is going to have one of the biggest workloads in the NHL. Every team knows there has to be some kind of timeshare. There has to be a split. The density of games is greater than it has ever been. And most teams were already moving that way before the season was compressed. Winnipeg's backup is Laurent Brassois, a player that Oilers fans will know well, who's capable of greatness in the short spurts, had an amazing debut in 2018-19, fell way off last year. So a lot of Winnipeg's fortunes will fall on how well Hellbuck can play in what's going to be a huge workload or whether Laurent Brassois can become the player that he first was in his first stint with the Jets back in 2018-19. From the Athletic covering the Winnipeg Jets, Marat Atesh joins us. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers now. Uh, is the defense good enough in your opinion? No. Uh, full stop. I, I don't think it is. I, I like Josh Morrissey on that top pair. Uh, he's partnered right now with Tucker Pullman, who the Jets believe in. They have quite a lot of esteem for this player, but most of his career has been AHL in college thus far. He's 27 years old, not a lot of games in the NHL, and he's on your top pairing. He's going to be going against McDavid, Dreisaitl, Pedersen, all the way throughout. That's a concern. On the second pairing, you've got Derek Forbert, who recently was a third pairing defenseman in Calgary, and they're playoff run this summer, um, though he has top four experience from back when he was a little bit healthier. And Neil Pionk, who's a power play savvy defenseman for Winnipeg, but more of a second pairing guy. He's not going to prop up Forbert if he's not ready. On the third pairing, you've got uh, Nathan Beaulieu and Dylan DeMello thus far. I think DeMello could be pushed up that lineup, but that's what you have right now. There are no Norris Trophy winners in Winnipeg, and on each pairing, there's at least one question mark. Yeah, Morrissey's a heck of a defenseman. I would concede that. Uh, Jack Russell. Anything happening there? 
so far, no, we wait, we wait. I don't think this is a player that's happy in Winnipeg. Whereas I think that there's a chance, a small one, but there's a chance there's resolution between Patrick Liney and the Jets and he ends up signing an extension if the price is right. I think Jack Roslovic's time in Winnipeg is very, very much limited, maybe even this season, maybe before the season. Murat, how many times have you been addressed via Twitter uh, about the potential of a PLD uh, trade for uh, Liney at some point? <laughs> One hundred thousand times so far. I I mean, it would solve both cities' problems. It would give Winnipeg an exciting young center. It would give Columbus a, a player in the draft range that they took Pierre-Luc Dubois with. But, I mean, I've been asked the question as well. If neither player is happy in Winnipeg or Columbus right now, what is the what are we betting on that's going to solve all of their issues for their new team um, when they switch cities? I'm not sure that there's a, there's a fit there, but... With all things, I think resolution is more of a summertime thing. Teams will have a little bit more cap space and flexibility. And I think that both players, neither one walked the back to trade rumors or their desires whatsoever. So I think, you know, within a calendar year, we'll see both players moved. All right. Now comes the controversial part of uh, the guests that we've had on. We had Gord, Wil- Gord Wilson out of Ottawa, uh, Eric Ingalls out of Montreal, uh, James Myrtle from the Athletic in Toronto, Marat Atesh joining us from uh, the Athletic in Winnipeg. Give me your four Canadian playoff teams in the North Division. Toronto, Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton. You don't have Montreal making it. I don't have Montreal. I know that there are a lot. I've talked to some Jets players who think Montreal is the most improved team in, in the Canadian division uh, this season. There's a lot of reasons to like them. Uh, Carey Price, all-world goaltender for so many years. I just see too many reasons to believe that some of the problems that were problems for some of those Western teams are not problems anymore. I like the Markstrom addition in Calgary. I think a full, first full year under the new coach will help. Um, I think Edmonton's cap situation still an issue but it's getting better and better. I like that Tyson Berry out on the power play as well. And in Vancouver, I just can't bet against Pedersen and Hughes. I, I think that that's just so exciting. All I know is that I feel like Toronto is a heavy favorite and Ottawa is not a favorite, and everybody else is going to be fighting it out in quite a dogfight. I'm going to, you know, it's funny. I'm not quite convinced Toronto is going to be quite as good as everybody thinks, uh, and I don't think Ottawa is going to be quite as bad as everybody thinks. It would not surprise me if the top six teams were separated by 12 points. Yeah, I have plenty of time for that. I've seen models and projections which basically show all of that mid-group kind of overlapping with itself. And hockey's an anything-can-happen game. Shifts happen, bounces happen, hot streaks, injuries, all of it. I honestly think every team is in the mix to some degree. The degree of luck in hockey, Moret, as opposed to the other four, you know, the other three uh, major professional sports. And I mean, it's not even close, right? Like, there's just there's the goalie factor, there's the bounce factor. Uh, you know, the the best players only play in terms of skaters. The best forwards maybe play twenty to twenty two minutes a game. Best defensemen play twenty four to twenty six. There's so many variables that go into it. That's what makes it a wild card in terms of predicting. It's really interesting. I, would you not agree? I would 100% agree with that for all of those reasons. It's not tennis where it's one versus one, there's a better player, or basketball where the stars will play such a high percentage of the game. It's chaos at high speed, and talent does often prevail, but so does hard work. And I mean, you see so many different things happen. I think a couple of years ago, if Kessler doesn't pull back uh, the goaltender's pad in Edmonton, who knows how that season goes. There's so many details and moments that determine the future of hockey. I think that's what's one of the most fun things about it. I, I 
I agree with you 100 percent on that, Bob. Yeah, it's great stuff. Hey, appreciate you. You had to bring that. It's funny we've talked about that before. I wondered about the moves in 2017. You know, like uh, if the Oilers get past that series out in Anaheim, they're in the third round. Nugent Hopkins, Eberle, and uh, Lucic did not have an even strength goal in that series against Anaheim. That was Edmonton's second line. If they get into the third line and one of those guys pops a couple, maybe I mean if Eberle scores four goals in round three. Maybe he doesn't get traded. That just shows you, uh, you know, how fickle it can ultimately be, right? That's just the nature of it. Great stuff. Love your work. Uh, keep it up, and thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. Thanks so much, Bob. That is Moret Atesh, and he works for the Athletic out of Winnipeg. He's one of their rising gunners, no question about that. It is 127 in Edmonton. Thank you to everybody for uh, participating in today's show. Keep the text coming. Lots of positive texts on the news of the day. On the broadcast side, uh, 630 Ched this year, uh, the Oilers Radio Network will have two separate play-by-play voices. Jack Michaels will be moving to television uh, to do the regional broadcast for Rogers on those nights. Cam Moon will be joining us as the uh, uh, other radio play-by-play voice. Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, uh, myself will all be part of the Oilers radio network as well. 128 in Edmonton. Off to the dulcet tones of an Edmonton broadcasting legend. Eileen Bell up next with a global news weather traffic update. And then when we come back, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, Brendan Escott, myself, our North Division picks. You're not going to want to miss it and probably bet against us. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.